Hi guys and welcome back to the Living Single Mom podcast. It's your girl, Diandra, the Living Single Mom. How are y'all doing? How y'all been? How y'all feel? You know, it is so much going on all the time. And, you know, besides this pandemic, it's just... The state of the United States right now is just, my God, today. It is very much so disgraceful and disappointing. Um, so, as you know, if you've been watching the news, that um, the grand jury in Kentucky decided not to convict the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. May she rest in peace. Um, so here we are, yet another innocent African-American life taken without cause and without being justified. You know, this country's judicial system is just serves everyone, but not everyone, especially, um, those who are black and brown if you are of Anglo-Saxon descent, that who this that is who this um, judicial system was meant to serve. Unfortunately, it just is not serving the black and brown community. And uh, we are faced with yet another black life taken too soon. Um, and honestly, as a black woman, I am... I'm not numb to it at all. It's not shocking, but it's always surprising. And it's always filled with so many emotions of outrage, of hurt, of sadness, confusion. And you just don't know how you'll never get used to hearing it. You'll never get used to to seeing it, you know, black lives being slain and murdered for no reason. And ultimately, the people who are responsible for their deaths just basically walking away scot-free. And especially if they are white, because if black people, if a black person kills a black person, they're definitely going to um seek justice and justice will be served but it just on the flip side of that oh it's like they're always trying to tell us that we are inferior um no matter how many strides we make there's always still that that thing there that that gut-wrenching feeling that oh well this is what will happen this is what we can do versus what you can do and this is what we can do to you and our consequences will be um zilch compared to yours um it's hurtful because i am a mom of a black um young man and it's a conversation that i have to have with him and it's a conversation I don't want to continue to have with him. Although I know the reality of it is that he or I could be seen as uh, threatening. And when I think about that, 
it's just so heavy because I know that I won't be able to be with him all the time, every time. I know I won't be able to like, like, oh, hold on, stop, let me explain, or hold on, let me step in. It's I won't be able to be there all the time. And I only want, as any mother, would only want the world to see their child as we see our child, you know, um, smart, intelligent, handsome, ambitious. And the reality of that is that somebody ignorant will see him as a threat simply because he's black. Somebody will see me as a threat simply because I'm black. And it honestly doesn't matter where we are sometimes, you know, the comfort of our home. Brianna was at home, you know, um, there are several of lives that were taken just at home, at church. You know, it's it's very uneasy and a little nerve-wracking to think that that is the mentality that so many people have towards black people. And with this outcome, with this yet another hurtful and uh, heartbreaking outcome to the black community, it is so important that we are registered to vote. It is so important that we research candidates for certain positions positions and offices. Um, we just have to. We can't afford not to. And I know a lot of people, there are so many people who feel like voting is just a waste of time. And they don't understand like the difference between politicians and villains. They kind of go hand in hand sometimes, which is true. But in certain cases, there's always a good guy somewhere. And we have to research these candidates that are in positions of power because it directly affects us from the rooted to the tootie. It just does. Like, look at our president now. Like, this man ain't bit more qualified to be president than the man on the moon, as the old folks would say. He's probably one of the least qualified to be president that has ever, ever sat in that uh, seat. So, yeah, it's important. So, whatever you feel like you're feeling some type of way, I don't want to vote. We don't have time for those games. We just don't. We are, if we think about it, like the civil rights movement was not that long ago. Slavery was not that long ago. If you think about it, like my great, great grandmother was possibly a slave. That's not that long ago. Like, it really wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, centuries ago. And No, it wasn't that long ago. We're not, And we're still working to make strides. And it oftentimes leaves me like thinking, what more can I do? You know, besides voting and um, if this is the decision to protest and the decision to shop black and support black businesses. It's like, what else can I really do to help my community and aid in this fight against um, racial inequality? And it's just keeping yourself abreast of things that's going on, keeping yourself educated um helping out when you can and it is just so important now that 
black people, we just have to lean on each other. Like, we've got to be each other's boots, our straps, and sometimes we're going to have to help pull each other up because what you don't, what we've often failed to realize is that we really are our own backbones. Like, we really are our ancestors' wildest dreams. Like, we owe it to them. We owe it to our grandchildren to just keep on keeping on, keep fighting, keep helping one another. We don't have time to tear each other down. This We don't have time to be beefing with one another. We really and honestly don't. Because guess what? We fight each other. That gives them more of a reason to view us negatively. And that's what we don't want. And as I'm speaking on this um, decision with Breonna Taylor's case, um, the title of this, I'm going to get into my topic, which is called The Weight of It All. And with all this going on, it can become heavy on black people. It can become heavy to your mental and to your physical, to your emotional state. It can become heavy. Like seeing those images of black people being murdered or shot and, you know, seeing those comments from ignorant people who um, support such brutality against um, black people that can become so heavy. And like I said, you never get used to it. It's like a wound that never really heals. You know, you try to put a bandaid on it for a little while, then Three months later, here's something else, and it's just making a deeper cut, and it's harder and harder to heal because it just keeps happening, and it can become heavy. It can become so heavy, so it's important for us to, while we stay educated, abreast of the news, to kind of like take a break from it, to reset for a little bit, you know, find something peaceful and pleasing to you in the midst of all of this chaos because it's just not good for our health. And what I mean, like the weight of it, like it can cause you to go into like depression and depression can cause you depression, anxiety, all those things can cause you to eat. And when you eat, guess what? You gain weight. And I myself <laughs> And I'm an example of what happens when you eat emotionally and unconsciously emotionally. Um, So many, many years ago, (laughs) I grew up, I was really, 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 really thin. Like all of my life, I've been thin. My aunt, she used to call me half pint because I was just so little. I was a little kid, a redheaded Sandy, redheaded, little light-skinned girl with glasses. Thin as the wind, you know, I stayed outside for a majority of the day, especially in the summertime. I was raised in the country before my mom moved um, out of my grandparents' house. And so we played our day, and I was thin. I was a little rough. You know, I wasn't um, your swan, per se. I had to grow into my swanness, which uh, sis is growing into her swanness, okay, baby? Swan, swan like. But growing up, I was really, really thin. And I forever thought it would be that way. Like, I can eat anything. 
I don't have to work out. I don't have to watch my weight. I'm thin. You know, I was a size like, I think the biggest I was was maybe like a size five. Um, And this was in high school and some of college. So I never really paid it any thought. Now, I noticed that, you know, my mom was thicker. My sister was thicker. My aunts were thicker. I never really thought it would directly affect me because I always looked at those old photos of my mom when she was younger and she was just like a little petite something, just real petite. I was like, oh, I'm going to look like this the rest of my life. But how soon do the tides change for your girl? So after I got pregnant, I think I went from wearing like a size five-ish to size nine, ten-ish while I was pregnant. And I was a little pregnant person too. I was mostly all belly and like water weight. I wasn't really, really big. And even after I had my son, I still was pretty small. I wasn't even on that size nine ten ish anymore. I still was like a uh maybe like a six five ish still very very small and mind you this is you know a couple of months to a year after I had my son and I was still in school I was still active I pledged that following year after having him and you know life was grand around that two thousand I think it was ten ish year I pledged in 2009 and the 2009 2010 was like really really like good for me as far as like you know I was involved in school I had pledged so I was a neo I was um helping out with functions and I had a a part-time job for a little while I was a mom I was a college student I was like really rocking and rolling now that I think about it and I was still pretty small you know, still eating in the cab on Catfish Fridays and still, you know, just living life as this good size was five, six then. So I think what happened was <laughs> after college, I slowed down a lot. I wasn't as active. I wasn't moving around. I wasn't, you know, having things to do. I wasn't as busy. And it must have been around that 2011, 2012, 2013 era, right up in there, is where um, I really started eating um, more. And I come from a family, like, who cooks. Like, we eat. We eat for happy times. We eat for birthdays. We eat for anniversaries we eat for funerals we eat for holidays and my friends and I are the same way you know somebody's birthday or let's celebrate let's go out to eat we got our refund check let's go let's do it we're eating we're snacking past the mozzarella sticks Mm, what about them high wings yeah um so I was eating more unconsciously and when I say unconsciously I didn't realize that I was eating a lot and after college, I was kind of like struggling to find a a job. And that's one thing that I wish I would have done more of in my younger 20s is found out what I'm really, 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 really passionate about. 
as far as like entrepreneurship. Like if I had to start this podcast back in 2000, like nine, 10, oh my God, where would I be? Would I, would I be on iHeartRadio? Would I, would I be, you know, in on an article in Essence? Would I be going to Essence Fest uh, with a booth? Would they be having me speak on panels? Where would I be? Oh, but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> back, really back in, girl. So, so I started eating more. Um, I finally found a job. I believe it was in like 2011 and that I, you know, was okay with. I didn't love it, but, you know, bills got to be paid and I need money. So, working this job and I'm eating and I'm working and I'm eating and I'm coming home from work tired because I worked with really small children and like they tire you out because you got to put on this like anytime anybody who's worked with like pre-k kids you know you cannot go in there dry you got to keep you got to be upbeat a majority of the day and that's a lot for me because I'm very very chill and I'm only upbeat when it's like you know something fun okay but just being up be with kids and like oh the sky is blue the ocean is too. They're singing all these little songs. And today is Friday. Today, you know, you got to <laughs> stay up. So when I would come home, I would just be so drained. And I would be like, oh, I'm just going to eat whatever fast food. Or I might cook. You know, my mom might have had a meal cooked that was heavy. And, you know, I'm going to sleep. And I'm getting up. You know, you don't really realize it. But I think it was around 2013 or 14 is when I started noticing that, oh, this don't fit no more. Oh, I got to get another, I got to go up a size when I go to the store. Oh, whoa. You know, what's going on here? Have I been eating that much? Nah. You know, in, in my mind, I'm like, no, nah, I ain't really been eating that much, you know, Whatever. And one thing about being African-American, when you gain weight, um, the African-American community will let it you knoweth that youth thou hath gaineth thy weight. And so there was an encounter, like I said, I think this is like 2013, 14-ish, uh, with a guy that... I called myself liking back in high school. I was in high school and he saw me after years because now that was 2013-14. I've been in high school since 2006. So this is years later. And he saw me in Walmart. And I saw him. I was like, oh, hey. He was like, Diandra? I was like, yeah. He was like, girl, you didn't, you didn't feel long now. You know, you didn't got... You done got a little thick, didn't you? And I'm like, in Walmart, checking my stuff out. And, you know, I'm like, uh, you know, mind you, he's maybe like two, two people behind me. I'm checking out. And it's people in between us that he's saying this in front of. And, you know, my personality, I don't get offended too easily. So, to me, it was just really funny how bold he was saying this to me in front of people in Walmart. So I just laughed. I was like, oh my gosh, wait. Like, and mind you, dude ain't cute. Like, boy, bad. 
I might be a a size or two up, but I'm still cute. Like, don't get it twisted. But I just laughed it off, and I went home, and I think I told my best friend. She was like, dang, people rude. And I was like, girl, people are crazy. Like, people are bold, one, because you don't know what kind of bag I can come out of if you say that to me. But, you know, I laughed it off. And there were some more incidences where people were kind of just like, oh, wow, you've filled out. And I remember my grandmother you know, old people do not spare you, okay? Don't do nothing around old people. Just stay thin, don't get pregnant, and love the Lord. Because if you do anything out of that, they're going to have something to say. So, my grandmother, this was maybe like 2016, 15-ish. She was like, um, D, you remember when you, uh, I told you to slow, slow down? Eating all that food, you know, because I love my grandma food. Like, my grandma, oh, my gosh, her candy yams, her neck bones, her turkey necks, her greens, her pies, her her almost everything, y'all. It was just, oh, my gosh. I grew up on, like, country eating and um, southern eating, soul food. So, she would cook on Sundays, and, you know, we would go down there. She would always offer you something to eat. It wasn't like... You couldn't eat. She everything. Well, you want something to eat? You hungry? So she was like, "You remember when I told you to slow down before you uh gain that weight, gain start gaining weight?" I was like, "Yeah, Grandma, I remember when you told me that." She was like, "Look at you now." I was like, oh, "Grandma, what? What you say? What's going on, me? No." But anyway, I'm finna go get one of these neck bones, and but I'm thinking back like Grandma. Now, I didn't say this. I'm just thinking in my head because you can't say this to to your seasoned folks. You just, it's my grandma. I could never say that to her. But I'm just thinking about, like, when I was a little kid, y'all made me sit at the table and finish my food. All of it before I could get up, even before I could get dessert and before I could get my soda. I had to start eating my food. I had to make sure my plate was almost halfway gone before y'all even wanted to just give me a soda or, you know, you can't have no dessert if you don't finish your, your food. So I think I took that with me as I got older. Like, I need to finish my plate. I need to eat all of my food and unconsciously doing that. And my metabolism just was slower than what it had been. I was not as active. I was not as busy. I was being a mom. I was working. Um, and then I eventually went back to school. So it was like um, just in in the groove of life and you don't really notice it. But when I, when I finally noticed it, I remember I was in a dressing room. It's, I believe it was It's Fashions. Yes. And I normally was, and a size like nine at this point this was like eight nine and I realized like I can't fit this and you know I'm thinking it's the store because I'm like ugh, they they clothes just they they little they're not high quality clothes like ugh, that's why I can't fit it so I remember going over to the plus size section and picking up a different size and it fit now I'm short so it was the pant the pants were longer, but it fit in my waist. And I was like, whoa. And I still then was kind of like in disbelief. And then 
I tried on clothes at other places, at other department stores, and it was the same thing. <laughs> and so then I was like, uh-uh, girl, it ain't the clothes. It's you. You have gained some weight. And then I noticed that, like, okay, well, I can't wear the bodycon dresses like that anymore. I used to be able to just slip in this bodycon dress and be all right. And I was like, now I need to wear a girdle? What? And it's just the weight of it all, of life of being comfortable, of, you know, enjoying certain foods too much, and genetics, of course, it all plays a part. And I didn't really realize I was gaining weight. Like, people could see it before I could see it. Even though I was just matriculating and graduating from size to size every, like, other year or so, I did not really see it until like 2015-ish, 16, 17, and by 18, baby, I already knew. Uh, Yeah, I, I got bigger. But, you know, then I went to shop for a bathing suit. I think um, my friends and I, we were going to Wild River Country that's in uh, North Little Rock, and they had like adult night where you could bring adult beverages, and I remember thinking, like, oh, I need to go shopping for a swimsuit. I haven't worn a swimsuit, like, a real nice one in a while. I need to go shopping for a swimsuit. And I had to go to, like, the plus size section. And then I was like, wait, wait. I got to get a plus. Like, oh, okay. Like, sh-. and then I kind of felt like, well, I'm gaining weight. But do I, at, at the time, I was still comfortable with my body and how it looked when I looked at it and so I was still okay with it like okay well it's just you know my thighs are out whatever and it was one day where I was um taking a shower and I got out the shower and I just kind of looked at myself I was like whoa Honey buns, biscuits, butter, macaroni and cheese dressing, hot wings, ribs, uh, smoked turkey necks, all candy yams, mashed potatoes, all the things. I literally was just like looking at myself. I was like, I'm looking. I'm starting to see what the people have seen in previous years, and now I'm at the size I am now, and I'm a little bit bigger. But um, it was kind of a a harder a hard adjustment once I really, really looked at myself. The weight gain was just like, wow. Like, wow, this this is something new. Now, have I done things and regiments to get my uh, weight regulated? Yes. Do I stick to it all the time? No, I'm human. Some days are better than others. Some food choices are better than others some days. And I'm... It's just something that I'm having to remember that I'm now I'm older. Weight is going to come and it's going to stay longer and easier than it would when I, 10 years ago. Do I hate my body? No. I absolutely am in love with myself. And I think that's the reason why I was just so okay with gaining weight for so long until I had that one encounter. Because I I really, really loved myself, especially after uh, my breakup. 
it was gut-wrenching, it was heart-wrenching, and I really had to learn myself, learn what I liked, what, learn what I didn't like, and that process made me realize just how cool of a person I am. It made me realize that I'm a lot funnier than I thought I was. It made me realize, oh, well, I can sing. I forgot that I could sing. There's some other, some other talents that I have. It made me realize that, yes, I'm a great listener. It made me realize that, oh, well, I'll go to war for my friends and my family. I really, really love them. I want to keep them even closer to me. It made me realize who I really, really was as a human being, you know, certain things in life. And I fell in love with myself all over again after that breakup. And it literally has stuck with me since then. I absolutely love Diandra 5'2 pounds of me. And I think that's where when your body changes, you got to have loved yourself even before it changed and you got to realize that you are so much more than your weight you're so much more than your size i'm so much more than this section of the store i'm so much more than this girdle like i'm dope ass motherfucker bitch but at the end of the day and i can say that wholeheartedly and yes so if you have dealt with like weight gain some um, body issues. And now, don't get me wrong, there are some things that, you know, I might want to change here and there. But overall, I really love me and I love my personality. And this weight did not stop the men from hollering. It, it did not stop the party. <laughs> Matter of fact, the party sped up. But if you're having challenges with your body or you don't really like something or society is saying this that you should look like this and this is all you see and the media is this type of body fuck all that love your body be good to your body talk good to your body put good things in your body because guess what you only get one this one go kaput then it's it honey so love the one you got you know what i'm saying hug yourself love yourself Eat what you want to eat sometimes, and then sometimes, you know what, maybe I'll have a salad. And sometimes, you know what, maybe I'll just incorporate a little bit more vegetables today. We are human, and we're allowed to have days where are not as good or not as filled with so many good choices as bad choices. And so, forgive yourself for that. Keep it moving. But the weight of it all, baby, the weight of it all, I gained the weight, but I did not lose my spirit I did not lose my personality. I still loved me throughout up through through it all. So that's what I encourage you to do. Tell a friend, hey girl, yeah, we're gonna go eat these highways today, but tomorrow we're gonna drink a lot more water and we're gonna get us a salad. Maybe with a vinaigrette instead of ranch dressing, because we scooped them wings up with a lot of ranch. Alright, y'all. So if you like this episode, please tell a friend, share it. I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram as The Living Single Mom. I have a Facebook page, The Living Single Mom Podcast. Um, I'm on Twitter as The Living Single Mom. Um, I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, 
yeah, check me out. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your baby daddy, tell your baby daddy, baby mama, cousin, auntie, brother, sister. Get the word out. If you like this podcast, please share it, download it. And um, y'all be blessed. Stay up, black people. I love y'all. We got this. Stay up and vote, damn it. See ya.